0: So now you've got doctors in the U.S., you've got doctors in the U.K., mainstream people saying, yeah, this is concerning, and the only reason that this research isn't getting published is because the labs who are doing the research are being funded by the company that the research isn't so favorable to. This is a senior cardiologist, Dr. Asim Malhotra. He is talking about the latest research from the American Heart Association that shows that COVID mRNA vaccines dramatically increase heart attack risk. And he also points out, as I have told you on this show, there's other research that shows this too. Can you cue up my audio, please, Josh?
1: Publication circulation. I was concerned about it um, for a number of reasons. So, first and foremost, We have to understand that there's been a shift in understanding of heart disease over the years that we know now it's a chronic inflammatory condition that is exacerbated by something called insulin resistance, which we talked about on the show before, which is related to poor lifestyle. Um, Now, what this abstract has shown, what this research has shown is that markers associated with increasing the risk of heart attack and probably even progression of underlying heart disease and people have already got some heart disease has been significantly increased risk from 11% at five years risk of heart attack to 25%. Now, that's a huge increase. If this is true, then it's very concerning indeed. But in, in medicine, in good science, we, we never rely on one study. We need to replicate these findings. However, what I will share with you today on GB News is a few days ago, after this was published, um, somebody from a very prestigious British institution, cardiology department, researcher, uh, a whistleblower, if you like, contacted me to say that the researchers in this department had found something similar within the coronary arteries linked to the vaccine, inflammation from imaging studies around the coronary arteries. And um, they had a meeting and these researchers at the moment have decided they're not going to publish their findings because they are concerned about losing research money from the drug industry. Now, this person was very upset about it um, and I wanted to obviously share this on GB News today. What I would say is that we then, knowing this information, which is very concerning, Stephen Gundry's paper in circulation, and also anecdotal evidence. I mean, I have a lot of interaction with the cardiology community across the UK, and anecdotally, I've been getting told by colleagues that they are seeing younger and younger people coming in with heart attacks. Now, what does this mean in terms of the data? We have to put the jigsaw for the pieces together. We know since July, there's been almost 10,000 excess non-COVID deaths um, and most of those, or significant proportion of those, are being driven by circulatory disease. In other words, heart attack and stroke. There's been a thirty percent increase in people it, dying at home, and often these are because of cardiac arrest. Of course, this is also something close to my heart because my own father is one of those statistics. He had a cardiac arrest at home, July the twenty-six. So when these figure, these data, since this data has been collected, so where do we go from here? I think the signal is quite strong. I personally. Um, think that this needs investigating, so I think the Joint Committee of Vaccines and Immunization should absolutely investigate this. Um, I think that the researchers, I really hope that they take a look in the mirror and realize the ones from where this whistleblowers come from, um, they realize that they should publish this stuff because their duty primarily is to patients, not the interests of the drug, drug industry. Okay, so I've been showing you this link for
0: a long time now, for about a year if not more. The Dr. Gundry paper that came out, as we have highlighted before, over a five-year risk factor, it used to be 11% for heart attack. After you get a COVID vaccine, Pfizer or Moderna, it goes from 11% to 25%. It's a huge jump. Other research shows that as well. However, according to Dr. Malhotra, The researchers are afraid to publish and they're holding off publishing this information because then they will not get research funding from the pharmaceutical companies to do further research. So if Pfizer is funding a bunch of people, I should say a bunch of labs, if Pfizer is giving them millions and millions of dollars and they have research that shows that Pfizer's vaccine may increase heart attack risk, Pfizer will basically say, you're not publishing that or we're going to get rid of our $50 million annual contribution to your lab. $50 million is a made-up number. I'm just throwing it out there. So they go, all right, we won't publish it. This goes back to what I told you before. I've been censored doing this job before because of an advertiser. In Las Vegas, power company has a monopoly. Monopoly has no competition whatsoever. It's a government-regulated monopoly. Their only partner is the government yet they gave us a lot of money every single year. So every time they were exposed for misreading people's meters and overcharging them for power, and it was a news story, we weren't allowed to talk about them or else they were going to pull their advertising. And I was told specifically not to touch those topics anymore. You think the pharmaceutical company doesn't do that? Do you remember the the montage that I played for you of all of the news programs brought to you by Pfizer? Do you think any of those places are going to criticize Pfizer after Pfizer's given all those those, uh, dollars? not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. This is a this is a serious thing that needs to be evaluated. You've got prestigious medical people from in the United States and across the pond saying, "Yeah, this this is real, but the research is being held back because people don't want to lose funding." I want to play you something. I just want to remind you about this, okay? I know I played this for you before on the show. Just want to remind you when Pfizer is giving millions of dollars to a media company for advertising a lot of those media companies don't want to rock the boat especially if those media companies are already struggling financially here's a nice little montage of all of the news programs that are funded by pfizer is brought to you by pfizer cbs health watch sponsored by pfizer
1: anderson cooper 360 brought to you by pfizer abc news nightline brought to you by pfizer making a difference Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer.
0: Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett Out Front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos
1: is brought to you by Pfizer.
0: This weather report brought to you by Pfizer.
1: Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the Press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning, sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet, sponsored by Pfizer.
0: Yeah, you think any of them are going to rock the boat? Nope. Not going to happen. Which is exactly why that doctor in the UK said, I have research from a lab that confirms what the American Heart Association research shows that the mRNA vaccines increase the risk of heart attack and... They will not release it. They will not publish it because they won't get funding from the pharmaceutical companies anymore to cont- conduct the research. They don't want to lose their cash cow. That's what it's about. Ladies and gentlemen, When you, this is no different than any other lobbyist. You're just not dealing with politicians now. You're dealing with politicians and the media. Politicians will push this stuff too. Why? Because they want their money. Josh, I, I seem to recall a radio host whose name rhymes with Casey saying from the very beginning, isn't it strange that Pfizer keeps getting elevated above Moderna, even though Moderna was the one that developed the vaccine first? Isn't it strange that Pfizer's the one that got FDA approval before Moderna? Moderna still doesn't have FDA approval, yet it's more effective against the Delta variant. Isn't it interesting? Don't you all think it's inter- I think it's interesting. Why is that? And then I pulled up their political donations. Oh, oh, the pockets that Pfizer has their little hands in when it comes to Washington, D.C., far outweighs Moderna. Not even close. Not even close. Isn't that interesting? Look, this, I again, I am not telling you not to get vaccinated. If you're in a danger group, it's probably something that you should consider. I don't think it's the wisest thing in the world to get vaccinated every six months like Dr. Fauci is saying you should probably do. I don't necessarily think that's wise. You don't have any research into any of that. But we know that the vaccines wear off. At least the Pfizer vaccine wears off at about at a rate of about 20% per month. Moderna is a little bit slower than that. We know that that's the case. We know that there's a lot of research which suggests that for younger people, in particular, blood clot risk and and cardiovascular risk, much much more elevated than would ever be accepted in any other vaccine with these. Does that mean the vast majority of people are going to have those symptoms? No, probably not. But at the same time, if you're not at risk from COVID, why would you risk it? For those of you who are at risk, you have a tough decision to make but you deserve all of the information. You know, if you've got a history of heart issues, this research could... this could be very important to you. We're not talking about some schlupping blogger or something. We're talking about Dr. Gundy, one of those prestigious cardiologists in in the world, for crying out loud. I'm talking about the American Heart Association, who's had problems in the past, don't get me wrong, but there's previous research that I've highlighted that seems to be seems to have connections to, uh, to these vaccines and heart issues, particularly in younger people. The American Heart Association is acknowledging that risk. You remember when the CDC again, I have to remind everybody, remember when the CDC said it was a conspiracy theory. Remember that? That's it. Yeah. Myocarditis was a conspiracy theory. It's not real. Oh, yeah, it is real. But it's not that bad. Oh, you know what? It happens a lot more than we previously thought it did. Those are all statements from the CDC. Then they started putting, what did they put on there? They put a myocarditis warning on the vaccine. But I thought it was a conspiracy. I thought people like me were just making it up. Right, Tricia? Huh? So now you've got doctors in the U.S. You've got doctors in the U.K. Mainstream people. Saying, yeah, this is concerning, and the only reason that this research isn't getting published is because the labs who are doing the research are being funded by the company that the research isn't so favorable to.